message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Today we have come to sit under your feet. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you bless us with your word, your word that gives life, your word that gives light. Bless us this day because our eyes are lifted on you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Can I hear you say amen? Beloved, we want to commend all our mothers this day. Today is a day we have set aside all over the world to appreciate mothers. I want to take this opportunity to appreciate my mother, Mama Philomena, all out there in the village. I want to appreciate my wife, Dr. Ajiman, for the selfless service that you render in keeping me on course and keeping our home also. I want to appreciate all mothers that have done selfless work, sleepless nights, done so many things, carried so many emotional issues, ensuring that, that their homes and their families are kept on course. Today, may the hand of the Lord God Almighty come upon you. May he bring sweet refreshing upon you. May he give divine covering upon you. May he bring healing. May he bring strength. May he bring refreshing unto you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every mother everywhere, particularly in this ministry, may the Lord God Almighty shine his face upon you and give you the strength you need to do this good, noble work. The Lord bless you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord shine his light all around you and give you hope. May the years ahead be years of joy and fruitfulness. Receive in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I want us to read a passage from the book of Exodus and chapter 17 as we look at prayer and fasting and how it releases the power of God in our lives. Exodus chapter 17, and I'll start reading from verse 8. Exodus chapter 17 and verse 8. Now Amalek came and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said to Joshua, Choose us some men and go out. Fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the hill, to the top of the hill. Verse 11. And so it was, 
when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy. So they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and her supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner. For he said, Because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. May the Lord bless the reading of his word into our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Like I have said earlier, I want to bring a message unto you that I have titled, Flowing in God's Power Through Prayer and Fasting. What role does prayer and fasting play when we want to flow continuously in the power of God in our lives. First, I want to draw your attention to a passage in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 8. This is what the scripture says. I desire therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubt. Lifting up holy hands. Beloved, even though God is spirit and we worship him in spirit and in truth, he desires that we worship not only with our spirit but have bodily, physical expressions. And one of such expressions is what is described in this place. I desire, therefore, that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubt. Lifting up holy hands. Why? Must I lift up my hands when I'm worshiping my God? Give expression using our body features. And it is good for me to remind you that as we have set ourselves to pray every day, it is my greatest desire that we tap into the constant flow of God. God's power must flow in our lives on a continual daily basis. You remember, we learned that when you choose to fast, you declare your intention to seriously commit to God and seek his ways. When you choose to fast, 
you are declaring your intention and your commitment to seek God and his ways. Fasting, as it were, prepares the believer. Fasting doesn't influence the position of God. Fasting makes your declaration known, your intention known to seriously commit to God and seek his ways. We also said that the fast is about self-positioning. Ezra chapter 8 and verse 21, it says, Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God. That is where the emphasis is. That we might humble ourselves before our God. That we might humble ourselves. The fast helps you to humble yourself before your God. To seek from him the right way for us and for our little ones and all our possessions. So that is what the fast does. Today, I re-emphasize the need for fasting in a believer's life. Why must we, from time to time, embark on the fast? Now, let's go back to the passage that we read at the beginning. Exodus chapter 17. Now look at verse 11. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. When Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. The question is, why? What is the connection between Moses raising up his hand and Joshua and his war men at the valley? What is the relation? What is the connection? Why should the hand of Moses, whether lifted or held down, determine whether the battle was won or not? I want you to listen very carefully. A physical obedience to God's commands brings about the release of the supernatural. The key word there you should take note is obedience. A physical obedience to the commands of God brings about the release of the supernatural. When God, when God says, raise your hands, your holy hands unto him, do it. Obedience. And that is the instruction he gave to Moses when Moses and Aaron and her went up on top of the mountain. He said, Moses, hold the rod and cause your hands to be lifted over and above your head continually. And as you do that, as you take that position, Joshua and his men down in the valley will have the victory over Amalek. Beloved, what you do with your physical body determines whether you will win the battles of life or not. I take that again. 
what you do with your physical body will determine whether you will win the battles of life or not. When you choose to go off the directives of God with respect to your physical body, it has a direct impact on whether God's presence and God's power will flow in your life. What you do with your physical body determines whether you win the battles of life or not. There is certainly a connection between what we do physically and what happens spiritually. There is a connection. You can't just live your life anywhere, anyhow, and say, God is spirit. And the things I'm doing, I'm doing in the physical anyway. So you go to drink, so you have sleepless nights, so you, you do all the things that are not morally correct. When you do that, it has impact on your spiritual relationship with God. There is certainly a connection between what we do physically and what happens spiritually. What is that connection? Now, I want you to... I want to read a passage and show you the linkage. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Are they not all ministering spirits? Who is this verse talking about? Talking about the angels of God. They are ministering spirits, ministering unto, ministering unto those that inherit the salvation of God, unto believers, unto those that have given their lives to Christ. God sends his angels to minister for them. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister? for those who inherit salvation. So when we choose to fast, we, we make room for God to release his angels to fight on our behalf. When we choose to fast, God releases his angels to fight on our behalf. And mind you, who are the angels? Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 7. And of the angels, he says, who makes his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. When God releases his angels, one, to the believer, there is the sanctification, there is the cleansing, there is the purging, there is all of those things immaterial in the Christian life that are taken away. When the angels of God come, they also fight, they also Take on the, the literally take the place of the believer and get the assignment done. <laughs> In the few years that I have been a Christian, I have heard it said every now and then, higher levels, higher devils. I'm sure you may have heard of that. Higher levels higher devils, implying that the higher you go in your Christian faith, the more exploits you do in your Christian faith as you grow and you move on from glory to glory. 
the more you expose yourself to demonic attacks, the more you become so visible for the demons to attack, the more the devil takes note of you and so directs all his attention on you. Higher levels, higher devils. <laughs> Beloved, this may be a fact, and it is a fact, but certainly that is not the truth. That cannot be the truth, that the more you progress as a Christian in your walk with God, the closer you get to God, the more you become one with God. The more the demonic forces are unleashed on you to cut you off, to bring you down. No, no. I want you to consider this. Higher levels, higher angelic protection, and higher angelic participation. The more you rise in the Christian faith, the higher you go in the Christian faith, the closer you get to be one with God, the more you have angelic visitations, the more you have angelic participation, the more you have angelic protection around you. Certainly, take our natural armies that nations have. Who commands more protection? A senior officer, a general in the army, or the first-year recruit? Who commands more protection? When a general is moving, you know a general is moving, you know the number of soldiers that surround him. When a first-year soldier man is walking, who accompanies him? And the same is translated in the spirit world. The higher you go in your Christian faith, in your walk with God, the more angelic participation you have on a daily basis, the more you see the angels of God defending you in every way. I want to give an illustration of this from scriptures. Let's look at 2 Kings and chapter 6. 2 Kings and chapter 6 is the story of Elisha and his servants and then the nation of Syria wanting to come and overrun Israel. Let's look at it. Verse 15, 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 15. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. The Syrians had moved an army into the city where Elisha and his servant were, just for the sake of Elisha. Why? Because every secret that the Syrians held in their camp, every technique, every tactic that they wanted to use to win the war, as they discussed it over there, Elisha was revealing it to the king. So any attempt they met, they were frustrated. So one day the king of Syria said, who among us is betraying us? Then one of the officers said, sir, it is none of us here, but there is a prophet in Israel. Everything we say here is revealed unto him. And so he makes it known. 
So the king now decided, let us go and take care of the servant of God. That is why he dispatched a whole army to go surround the city where Elisha was staying. So let me take it again from verse 15. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. Now, this see the reaction of the servant. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? We are surrounded by the army of Syria. Alas, my master, what shall we do? When you are rising in your Christian faith and it looks like from all angles you are being attacked, what shall we do? Verse 16, so Elisha answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. That is spiritual insight every believer must have. So Elisha had to calm down his servant. He, the servant had gone out and had seen the armies and the, and the horses and chariots of Syria surrounding them. And so naturally he became weak in the spirit. And he said, Master, what shall we do? And listen to the response. Don't fear. So today, I don't know where you are in your walk with God, but I bring you this message. Don't fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Those who are, you might not see them physically. No. But I want you to rest assured in your spirit that those that are fighting with you and for you are more than those that are out there. Verse 17, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open the eyes of my servant that he may see. And I pray that prayer for you, whatever situation you find yourself in. The feeling of God having abandoned you, God having deserted you, God not taking particular active interest in your affairs. I pray that the eye of your understanding be enlightened. I pray that you get this insight that more are with you than are out there. Then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, Open his eyes. Today I command the opening of your spiritual eye. Today, just as the eye of the servant of the man of God was opened and he saw, today may you also see the armies of God surrounding you in that situation. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. After the Elisha prayed, the Bible says, Then the Lord opened opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. Amen. And he saw. And he saw. May I take this opportunity and pray that the Lord God Almighty cause your eye to open, to see the numerous angels that are surrounding you, 
the numerous angels that are fighting on your behalf, the numerous angels overpowering, outnumbering all the demonic, satanic influences around you. Today, may you rise up in strength knowing that they that are with you are more than they that are out there. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. May that understanding dawn on you this day in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord God Almighty cause your eyes to open. Receive that now in the mighty name of Jesus. May you have the privilege of seeing in the spirit world. May you have the privilege of knowing how many angels have been dispatched just for you in order for you to win that situation you find yourself in. I pronounce victory for you now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.